Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Most of us grow up being taught to be nice. If we weren't nice, we're being bad or mean, and some of us were even punished for it. Of course, there's nothing wrong with learning to share or being kind to others. Both of those things are a higher expression of being human. There are a great number of us, however, who are nice because we're uncomfortable with other people's discomfort and often express that niceness to our own detriment. Today, we're going to be discussing the danger of being nice and the boundary between kindness and self-sacrifice. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode, the group frequency calibration at the end, is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. Tia? So my first question is, what's wrong with being nice? (laughs) (laughs) And it's perfect that you're asking this question because you're like the nicest person. Okay, so niceness in itself there's nothing wrong with it, especially if we're, think, just, uh, if we're talking about kindness within the framework of nice. Okay? And often those two things are intertwined and thought of as the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where nice becomes dangerous is when we are, uh, it's, it, it becomes a distortion and we start to self-sacrifice in order to be nice. Because okay? we feel uncomfortable with other people not thinking that we're nice or we have all these rule sets running that obligate us to be nice and we feel like a bad person because a lot of times like when we're growing up we're conditioned to be nice right we're conditioned to like to share to you know to be considerate of other people that type of stuff and that's all awesome right so sharing and being thoughtful towards others is obviously a beautiful expression of being human it is when it distorts and it becomes something where you start to self like again negate self or um, allow things to happen to you or receive abuse because you can't not be nice. Like you can't say no, mm-hmm. okay? Where you can't hold boundaries. I know you're smiling because yeah. <laughs> this is kind of like what you used to be. This is, yeah. yeah, and still kind of from time to time. But yeah, yeah. this is a core. This is a core one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I guess once you recognize that you do this, what what should we do about it? Yeah. What's the, help me. <laughs> Yeah. So for, I think the first thing is to recognize that we do it. Okay. So even before, um, like when we interact with another, so even before we speak, there's a recognition of the other's frequency patterns. You, you may not realize that you're doing this, but you are. Okay. And a lot of people who are intuitive or feel others will actually register the other's distortions without thinking that, oh, I'm registering their distortion patterns or feeling what they're feeling. You just, you just have a feeling about them. Right. And is that's, that like an empath? Yeah, like an empath would be somebody who feels another acutely. So that okay. is, um, yes, okay. you're picking up on all their stuff. Okay, but even non-empaths, you're saying before you get together, yes. everyone does this consciously or unconsciously. That's correct, okay. yeah. And um, so when we scan each other, because we do that, 
we like get an imprint of the other. We have a feeling about the other person. And there's some that you're just like, yeah, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to interact with them. You don't need to know why. You just like, it skews you out. Or there's some people that you really like. You're drawn to, to them. Yeah, why. exactly. You don't know why. Okay. So we're registering each other's distortions. And for people who are people pleasers, oftentimes um, they're the ones who run low self-worth patterns and non-deserving, oftentimes abuse patterns or control patterns, meaning others have controlled them. Mm -hmm. So what happens often in this, I mean, we think that we're these like individual beings that are totally like nuanced and private, right? No one else can see it, but actually it's pretty open. <laughs> so a lot of times for people pleasers, they'll have people who want to latch into them who want to come into their frequency resonance to pull on different things like life force or just your frequency resonance so that they will feel better. And they may not have the intention of doing it, like they're not maliciously scanning the world necessarily, right? But if given the opportunity, they'll latch into somebody who is willing to allow mm -hmm. that to happen. And that whole process could be unconscious oh, for absolutely. both parties. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So that's happening even without us realizing that's happening. And then if it goes, so if we go a little bit deeper than that on frequency level, what's happening is that very quickly that person, let's just imagine it's like um, somebody and you, okay? So it's another person and they are noticing that, oh, the, this being that I'm interacting with, is it like they can sense it from you. Like being very open, very bright, will allow me to come into their sphere of their spirit body and hook into them because that makes the other person pull their, has their frequency resonance rise because they're latched into you. Mm -hmm. And that will then make you, as the people pleaser, drop in frequency resonance. And it can often make you feel exhausted and tired, like not just exhausted, but like emotionally um, like taken advantage of sometimes. Yeah. Or like kind of just like after, like a little bit yucky after the experience, you know, just resentful like, even. You, like, yeah, resentful. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Resentful. Like, why did that happen? Like, because yeah. it feels like they're taking something from you. Right. Because they are. Yeah. You just you can't express it that way, but they have taken something from you, and right. it's your frequency resonance. Some people call them vampires. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so the thing for people pleasers to know is to empower your no. Okay. So it's like to know that a lot of people pleasers also will value the other. <laughs> you're trying to crack up. Will value the other more than themselves yeah. and so you elevate the other so it's like about their comfort and how they're yeah, doing and because how if they're, they're feeling. uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable so right. let's just make you comfortable, comfortable so that we're both comfortable yeah, yeah so then we're all good yeah so in part it's to recognize that so awareness is the first step is what yeah. my point is okay. okay awareness number one. Second is to hold your space okay so that means to be aware of the spirit body at arm's length around you as a sphere and you inside of it, meaning knowing that they're outside of it and you are here. Yeah. So meaning that if you feel this like encroachment into your space, it's not okay. It's not okay. I have an example real sure. quick. Okay. <laughs> so this is step two, just yeah. so we know where we are, but yeah. I have to, so clearly this is like my frequency distortion pattern. Yeah. Is that how you would label it? Yeah. This is like my number one one for sure. So it used to be worse. I'm getting better. Yeah. Just two days ago, I was at Kaya's, mm -hmm. um, a coffee shop, and I'm holding my baby, mm -hmm. and we already ordered, I'm just standing over here, and there's a woman in line, and she goes, oh, you know, with her energy trying to, you kind of had to be there, but basically her energy was trying to attach to me and yeah. the baby. I could feel it. Yeah. And I finally, consciously was like, oh, and I held my space, mm -hmm. and it felt mean. 
to do that. Oh, okay. It felt meaning mean. you didn't allow her to come into the space. No, that was and yours. I don't mean physically. I mean energetically. Yeah. Right. So I still smiled. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh -huh. And but I held that space. Yeah. And it did feel mean because it's not mm -hmm. natural. So what would you say to someone who might feel similar? Yeah. So my um, my first answer would be to understand that the feeling mean is a distortion pattern from your lineage that you have to be, like you have to self-sacrifice, you have to allow someone to latch into you to have value or worth ah. or to be loved. Oof. So that's like a big thing and that's a distortion. And so that's why the GFC, by the way, people at the end of this is like where all the action is. This is where the change happens because we release distortion patterns in the GFC. It's really critical. So one of the things that we'll start to release, because this is a big one, especially for those of you like Tia, it's not going to be just like a one and done for you guys. No. It's like multiple layers of this. It has to do with low self-worth, boundaries, holding your space, like, right? There's a whole bunch of stuff like consolidated into like one topic, but it, it will be the beginning of that. So you even have the awareness that, no, I don't want you in my space. Mm -hmm. So it's to, like I said, have the awareness and then to recognize after you do more release, the consequence to you of her being able to come into your space, meaning the drop in your frequency resonance and recognizing that you are as valuable as she is, mm. right? Because what's happening there is you're willing to self-sacrifice. You're willing to drop, have your frequency resonance drop so she will feel better. Yes. But that's because in your framework or perception, she's more important than you are. Even yes. if it's an unconscious thing that you're doing, it is. So you're not as valuable as her. So again, it's another layer of low self-worth and non-deserving that you have to address mm -hmm. to be like, actually, no, I am valuable. And in fact, I am so valuable that the higher my frequency resonance, it helps her. So not letting mm. her hook into me helps her. That's good for those helper people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. the stronger you are and the higher your resonance is, the more positively you can impact other. So if you think of it that way. There you go. That's the key right there. Yeah, that will help you yeah. hold that if space. If you want to please people, do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> or help them, actually. Yes, yeah. yes. If you Sorry, want to empower them. them. Yeah, yeah empower. empower them. Please is on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think that sort of mashes it in. All that mm. stuff is mixed up in there. And the next thing is to um, to recognize that just because someone wants something from you, you don't have to give it. Right? That's a big thing. And it, just because somebody wants to give something to you doesn't mean you have to receive it. Those are other two things. Because for people pleasers, they want to like take everything in or they, you know, they want to give. And so it's hard for them to negotiate that. But it's like just because you can be gracious, right? And kind. And then also not sacrifice self, where it's like, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you offering this to me. But at this time, I can't take that from you right now. Right. Okay. Or I'm not able to, or I'm not in the space to, or I'm not resourced enough, or whatever it is, or just no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, thank you. without a reason, it's yeah. totally fine. You don't have to give a reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just, no thank you. Yeah. And as I, I find as women, we almost have to like give an excuse, like, no, it's insufficient. But no thank you is sufficient. No. <laughs> I think that's a thing that um, a rule set that as women we have to work on. Yeah, so I was just going to say that too. The whole people pleasing is more women typically. Yes, right? typically. Typically. Yeah. 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 Tends to be more feminine yeah. in its nature. And I just want to distinguish. Okay, so um, Chris and I were having this really awesome conversation last night. And he, wants, he was suggesting that there's a distinction between uh, nice and kind. So nice is this umbrella thing, right? That we all believe that we should 
or many of us, not all of us, many, believe that we should be nice because that's how um, it's good to be in the world. And then there's kindness, which is um, that beautiful human emotion of, well, I don't know if I need to define kindness. I think we all know what it is. But when with people pleasers, kindness distorts often into self-sacrifice. It kind of bleeds into self-negation or self-sacrifice, but it's still considered to be nice, even though there's a penalty to you, uh. right? So to distinguish when kindness becomes self-sacrifice and when, so you, but that requires an awareness of the impact on you. Does that make sense? Mm. That you aren't willing to allow that self-sacrifice to happen, which really is, I mean, an awareness is important and then it's important to the frequency work because it's mentally, it's like, you know what I mean? It's a nicety to like yeah. say that I don't want that, but it's difficult to like embody it until you can yeah. release enough of the distortions yeah. together. So I have a little story. Um, first grade, mm -hmm. there was a, a girl mm -hmm. and she was my best friend mm -hmm. and she would say to me, if you don't give me half your sandwich, I'm not going to be your friend. And I would give it to her. Wow. And she would say, if you don't draw this for me for the project, I'm not going to be your friend. And I would do it. And I'd come home crying and I like, don't know what to do. And my mom, you know, goes in, talks to the teacher and nothing changes because right. she keeps doing it. And so this is like really hitting home. I mean, yeah. this has been a core yeah. thing for me for, for so long. And yeah. I'm sure there's other people that feel similar. So yeah. For any of your podcast topics, mm -hmm. if it's something that's so deeply ingrained, mm -hmm. like it can feel like, God, where do you even begin? Mm -hmm. You know, I guess it's important to look at how far you've come mm -hmm. with that topic that's challenging for you. Yeah. And I guess just keep listening to the GFC or keep yeah, and then, any positive. Yeah. And then I would say, um, notice where you're compelled to go. So another thing that comes up for a lot of people is a fear of loss. So in that scenario, she said, I won't be your friend, but you were afraid of losing her as your friend. Right. If you didn't have that, she wouldn't have had any power. Yes. Right. If you're like, well, okay. Well, yeah. Be like, my of friend. course, now I'd be like, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, but in that little girl scenario, yeah. that's why you were afraid of losing her as your friend. Yeah. So um, there is a deep dive on the fear of loss. It's actually critical. The fear of loss is such a huge distortion pattern. And so much of our behavior is driven by the fear that we're going to lose something, someone, um, yeah. whatever. Opportunity. Opportunity, And whatever. that's a fundamental one, mm -hmm. right? A yes. fundamental human. Yeah. Foundational human foundational distortion pattern. Foundational human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really key. So that would be another one for the people pleaser. So I would say that um, if you don't know where to begin, you can always, um, if you're stuck, write into info at and circle luminosity and ask for like, hey, is there a GFC recommendation or deep dive oh, recommendation? Nice. Yeah. And then they can help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, so what I would say is, and then intuitively notice where you're drawn, right? Like that's the thing about self-awareness. When you're noticing, oh, well, gee, um, I'm noticing that I have trouble with boundaries. Okay, so that's the first thing you tackle. And then, you know, you will find like the low self-worth thing, then you tackle that. And then it just unbinds. And then what you'll discover, as you have, I think, is that as you release more distortion, you become clearer on when the, what the distortions are that oh, are remaining. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the lens, it's like someone wipes off the lens and you're like, oh, there's all this stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then as, you, as we all know, detox, mm -hmm. it just amplifies your stuff. Yeah so that you can really see it also. So mm -hmm. whether detox or not, the more frequency work, the better for yeah, sure. Totally. And I think also it's really important um, to discern, like there's so much in our culture and our religions and our lineage of, especially um, around, like if you're not a good person. Right. Right. Like the if good, you're not a good, thing. like, right. And so 
as a result, a lot of people will self-sacrifice to not seem like a bad person because you don't want to be that person. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm not suggesting you run around being a bad person. Okay. What I'm suggesting is to become aware of all your rule sets about what you have to do to be a good person. And is that your definition of a good person? And where did that definition come from in the first place? And do you yeah. want it? Right, you know? right. Right. Because good, I mean, it's very variable. I mean, it's very subjective. Like what I think is a good person and what you think is a good person and anyone else may be very different. I mean, there's some commonalities, and there's of course. cultural. Yeah. Yeah. Distinctions and all that sort of stuff. So it's important to to be aware of what those are yeah. and then also release the distortion pattern because some people are very attached to not being seen as a bad person. They'll do lots of things to avoid that, right? And so it's like, okay, well, that's your mother's definition of what it means to be mm. a bad person. Is it okay? Are you sure you want that? Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying chuck everything out the window. I'm saying simply examine the things that are unconscious or not that visible or that you haven't seen that are these underlying assumptions, beliefs, conclusions. Mm -hmm. So that you can become it becomes more aware. You become more aware of what those are, yeah. and ask yourself, "Do I want this? Is this serving me?" Right, and I feel like that's what this new consciousness is bringing in, right? Yeah, totally. The good bad thing is kind of dying. Yeah. Right. Yes. And yeah. we're kind of looking at what's not working anymore. More, exactly, and it's more about everybody winning in the new consciousness, yeah. which is really cool. So, I'm glad you brought that up. So, um, when you get to a certain resonance level frequency resonance. And it can be hard to imagine this because you're looking out in the world right now and you're like, wow, it's kind of crappy out there, right? For a lot of people, because it is <laughs> for many people. Yeah. However, there's also a lot of beauty. Yeah, there is yeah. a ton of beauty. And for a lot of people with your frequency resonance being higher, the reality that you experience is different and it's of a higher resonating order. And you and I have talked about this in the first um, interview we did with you. Um, so in any case, um, but the new consciousness paradigm, which is really awesome that's coming in, is about everybody winning. So meaning, not just the people in the interaction that's winning, the collective wins as well. So there's a company that um, uh, Chris found recently. He, he saw this article on it. It's called New Life, I think. And this is an example of a new consciousness company. And I don't know how they treat their employees or their clients, but just in terms of the product, it's really cool. So what, this, what they do is they create um, a substitute for plastic and leather goods. Okay, so like plastic cutlery or sunglasses or wallets, that type of thing. Yeah. And how they create it is they have these organisms. I don't know what they are, but they're, they're, it's, it's some sciencey thing that I don't really know. But these organisms eat uh, carbon dioxide. And we have too much of carbon dioxide in the air, and that's what causes global warming. Okay, so obviously not great for the environment. Yeah. So these organisms eat CO2. They're like, sweet, carbon dioxide. And so they eat CO2, carbon dioxide, and then they poop out a substance. And that substance that they poop is what they create this material from that replaces plastic and leather. And when they make these sunglasses or plastic cutlery or wallets or whatever it is they're making, that item continues to break down, so biodegrades naturally, and it, as it breaks down, it consumes more carbon dioxide. So it's to and it breaks down into nothing. Oh, good. It's not like now we have an issue. issue. Yeah, thing. yeah, no. Yeah. The thing breaks down, and as it breaks down, it consumes more carbon yeah. dioxide. So not only in the creation of the thing, but also in the like breakdown of the thing. So there's no landfill created, basically. There's no, and it does something good additionally as it's being used. So not only is the consumer winning because they have like you know, I don't know, they're at a picnic and they're getting to use their plastic cutlery, or they're wearing their sunglasses or whatever. The company wins because they're making money from it, mm -hmm. and the collective wins because the whole earth is better as a result of it. So it's so cool. Yes. And there's more and more companies that are doing this because we're embodying this new paradigm where yeah. everyone is winning. And it's really 
amazing to witness these new companies coming up because that really is the new consciousness order. And um, it's fascinating. Yeah, that's so, really cool. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the new consciousness shift. Um, real quick, if people don't know what that means, is there a GFC they can listen to about that? Off the top of your head, do you remember? Uh, for there is actually a GFC just about the new consciousness. Okay, so you can so they can scroll through and that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that helps even coming back to the people pleasing. Yeah. Um, any distortion that really grips you, mm -hmm. um, as you do this work and as we shift, you see it more clearly, and then therefore can release it easy, more easily. Totally. I've noticed through doing this work. Um, again, I'm we're all still human, and we do have things we're working on but like the detox is shorter mm -hmm. it's less um i guess you could say knocking one off balance mm -hmm. it knocks you off balance less mm -hmm. i guess i'm speaking for myself yeah um and yeah and the the patterns that really grip us i feel like you see them more clearly and then they don't grip as hard, I guess yeah, is my point. Exactly. Yeah. They release. Yeah, they release. Yeah. They release. And you can see it when you're doing it more too. Yeah. So you're like that that with that woman, you're aware that she came into your space yeah. and you didn't want it. How cool is that? Yeah. Like I used to not even be even close to aware of that. Yeah. So there's so I guess okay, here's what you can say. If someone's feeling like beating themselves up about mm -hmm. all the things they have to work on, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know, really important to look at how far you've come. Yeah. You know, some people like you and I, we're we like to grow mm -hmm. and constantly move forward. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to look back and say, "Wow, yeah, look at far. look at how far I've come." Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I think it's really important. And I think also um, because people pleasers tend to have a pattern of like self abuse, right? Where you tend to like self judge, self abuse, oh, sure. that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to do that. Yeah. Because then you can be like, awesome, I really did a good job. And it's not because you're trying to like validate, but in it, like out of a, I don't mean this from like a weak perspective, like you need to do it to make yourself feel better, but to acknowledge how far you've come, right? That's a different stance. Yes. yes. And it's, um, I feel like it's important to do um, for somebody who has been a people pleaser. And it, what, what happens, it's awesome about people like yourself who come into your power, not only do you realize that you yourself are valuable that like you want to inspire others to do the same yes which is really awesome like the ripple effect of that is yeah. huge good so, point i'm glad you said that yeah so yeah cool all right well i think that sums it up pretty well yeah thank you karen thank you tia for those of you who are new we're just about to start the gfc this is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. 
Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome, everyone. This is the group frequency calibration for the danger of being nice. First, becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your weight as it settles into whatever is supporting you. Good. And now, please become aware of the nape of your neck. And noticing what it's touching. If you have longer hair, the feeling of your hair against your nape of your neck. Noticing the temperature of the air against your skin. Just noticing this part of your body. And now please notice your breath. And as you notice your breath, try not to change it at first. Just becoming aware of how your breath is in this particular moment. Notice if you go into judgment around your breath. And whenever you're ready, allowing your breath to become more full. Deeper. Much, much longer. Noticing if you can fill not only the front of your chest, but also your back body and your side body underneath your armpits. Just noticing your breath and allowing it to become more round. And notice if you can allow your breath to drop into your belly and possibly even your lower back. Good. Mm-hmm. 
And now, with eyes still closed, please become aware of your surroundings. Noticing the sounds around you, both on your end and on my end. Noticing those that are close to you, like the whir of a computer or the sound of a fan. Noticing those that are further away, perhaps the sound of tires against asphalt through a window. Perhaps noises coming from beyond a closed door. Noticing the sounds that you may not normally notice and what direction they are coming from. Mm-hmm. And now... Please become aware of the quality of the light around you. So for many of you who are new, that will mean that you will need to open your eyes and physically notice the quality of the light around you. Some of you can feel it without opening your eyes. Whichever you prefer, please do that. Good. And now please triangulate. And what that means for those of you is who are new is to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And noticing the distance between each object and you. So, for example, if object A is the dresser, noticing that the distance between the dresser and you is about seven foot. And then feeling that distance between the dresser and you. And then please do that for objects B and C. You'll notice that as you do this for each object, that your sense of where you are in space becomes more clear or more present for you. By being more present as to your spatial location, it helps you to come into the present moment of linear time, which is important if you want to effectively co-create your reality or experience your higher self. Good. So bringing your attention now to your heart space in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. And as you bring your attention to this space, 
taking a nice deep breath, holding your breath for a count of four. And then whenever you've completed that four count, releasing the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity that you prefer and holding your breath out. For a count of five. As we wait, breathing normally, maintaining your awareness on this point. We are waiting for the mastermind to coalesce or become more coherent. And as we wait for that to happen, for those of you who are new, Please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, that means that I'm working at a very high frequency level. And to make physical noise would only drop the frequency resonance, which does not serve you. And also I do make noise. So you might hear me yawn or exhale or hum. And if you hear me do that, that is because typically I'm releasing distortion patterns that are heavier or denser or a little stickier. Also, if you hear me say something that you resonate with, likely it's yours. And if you hear me say something that you resist, it's likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to explore further. Continuing to breathe normally and keeping your attention on this same point. We're now going to ask ourselves the following question now that the mastermind has become coherent. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance at its very center. Mm -hmm. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it intensifies. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, out through your bones, and 
through your flesh and your muscles. Out through the pores of your skin. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please become aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at frequency or spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together because the higher your frequency resonance, the more momentum you gain on spirit level, the more change that happens on the physical, the more distortions you can delete and the faster you can integrate all this work. Good. Becoming aware, please, of your top part of your brain. Yeah. And the back of your neck. And as you become aware of these two spaces, you can put your hand or a hand on each of these spaces. Or, if that's distracting, don't do it. The first distortion pattern that we are going to release, which is a big one, is the elevation of someone else's needs or desires or beingness above yours, meaning that they are better in some way than you are. And therefore, you have to sacrifice self in order to make them more comfortable, feel good, whatever. Let's release this one. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Good. Bring your attention, please, to the right side of your jaw as it hinges into your skull, the right side of your neck, and the right front side of your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the distortion of needing to take on another's burdens or the negative emotions they have or um, distortion patterns of theirs in order to either make them feel better or so that they aren't suffering, okay, which is slightly different. Releasing also this distortion pattern of discomfort with suffering. Not that suffering is good, okay? And it's in the world. So to be able to be with it, okay? I didn't say that you should settle for it. I said be able to be with it without being charged as much, okay? So releasing this. I'm certainly not advocating suffering. And like I said, it exists. So to release the distortion around it. Good. Keeping your attention on the right side of that neck and the top part of the right shoulder, down the right side of the back body. Okay. All the way to um, basically the top of your butt. This is the distortion of feeling guilty, bad, mean, or somehow not like a good person. If you say no or hold boundaries with people who want to push their uh, negative or heavy frequencies into you or latch into you. Okay, whatever happens. Let's release this. 
allowing them to do this does not empower them. It actually fosters codependency and only drops your resonance. It also doesn't free them from their own distortion. Mm-hmm. Good. Bring your attention to the inside of your ribs. This is the distortion pattern of low self-worth, non-deserving. Mm-hmm. So to be clear, this is low self-worth, non-deserving of love, attention, being seen, being heard. A lot of not enoughness. Bring your attention, please, to the xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum, the big thick bone in the center of your chest where ribs meet in front of your body. And down from that by about three inches towards your belly button. Yeah. Clearing out your pain body and resetting it because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done. If we don't reset it, You'll fight against the memory of your pain body, so it makes integration slower. So it only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, 
please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.